Just how sexy can Disney be? Author Blue Carson stops by to talk about that and her new book, Dark Rides, Erotic Disney Theme Park Adventures. Then, we've got a Comic-Con recap, cardboard pinball machines, a political figure fucks a dead pig, and there is such a thing as too much Viagra. How much? Well, listen up and find out. Jeremiah Johnson. Fuck Scott. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? Do you know Jeez, what? Do you please. know what the fuck? What? Uh, what does fuck? Um, I don't know. Birds, bees. Oh, you were told that story too, huh? Yeah. You know I, actually, I was told a very warped version of it. Which... The birds were fucking the bees. And... Yeah, I don't even understand how that's possible. Yeah, my mom and dad were furries, so I looked through the uh, window and they were all dressed up as birds and bees, and they were fucking. So interesting. That was how I learned about I, sex. I, I was saw almost my gonna mom call you out dressed on that. as a bee. And my dad was dressed as a falcon, a bee fucking, that can be furry. fucking a bee, which was crazy. Uh, I like that. Yeah, they were early in the furry movement too. That that predates modern furries by several years at least. Yeah, this was this. I mean, I was probably six, I guess, when I wandered in and saw that. And it was, uh, it, well, I mean, it was awesome, I guess. Uh, I mean, in that it has been burned into my memory forever, <laughs> and that I I have problems. Um, yeah. but, so welcome to the show, yeah. everybody. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We are back for yet another week. Uh, before we dive in, I would like to thank everyone who gave us five-star reviews. At the end of this episode, we're going to be reading eight of them because we received 32 five-star reviews on iTunes since last time we recorded about approximately six days ago. And, and we're pretty sure nobody wants to just hear us read 32 in no, a row. No, uh, that would be like almost a whole episode. Yeah, so we're going to... We're gonna, uh, Chip away at them. Uh, we still want more, but hopefully we'll we're trying to get caught up, or maybe we'll just always be a little behind. But who no, to before we get into the actual show and announce our guests that we're having today, or anything else that we're going to be doing, one of these uh, five star reviews I want to bring up right off the bat. Um, they left us a five star review. Mm-hmm. We'll be reading that actually probably in a couple of weeks. But they asked me in return on Twitter to then leave them a five star review, and I was okay. Like, oh, which, which podcast oh, yeah. is this? It was not any. They asked me to leave a five star review on Amazon. For Swiffer Sweeper Microfiber Reusable Refill Pads Made in the USA, three-pack by Earth Mop Wraps. Okay. Under Health and Beauty. Okay. And I was like, are they trolling me? Is this for real? Did they make a mistake? And I said, you know, fuck it. That's what they asked for. That's what they're getting. Absolutely. So if you were to they go... They were nice, you know? If you were to Amazon right now and go to that item in particular, you'd find a five-star review entitled Bloody Awesome. Okay. And it, is, it goes as this. These clean up blood like you wouldn't believe. As a crime scene cleaner, I would know. We found that this product worked better than regular mops and towels when it came to getting up blood, and blood mixed with brain matter. Other products just push it around. Thanks for ma- help making crime scenes disappear so real estate agents can flip those murder houses. Oh, I like it. Um, There's I, a typo in there. I've got to go back. I noticed fix. that. I noticed. Um, I keep reading it the right way. <laughs> you do. And then I realize what your typo is. And I don't want to say it because uh, maybe you'll get to it before everybody does. But yeah, I'll get to it. I'll it, fix it. It's, it's pretty funny. I like you. <laughs> I like. Oh, my God, actually. Uh, uh, but I, I like that. I, I picture like the creepy guy from Dexter. Dexter. Uh, yeah, or, being like, these were great. 
what I was thinking about this whole time is that movie uh, Curdled that uh, Quentin Tarantino produced but didn't direct or write. I didn't see it. It was about two uh, Hispanic women who were crime scene cleaners in California just mopping up the blood and stuff. Yeah. And one of them was obsessed with the serial killer whose crime she kept cleaning. Oh, oh, so, so on purpose? She was like, I want that, guys. Or she, like, she, she already was had just a job. always she called. She just became okay. fixated on one of the murderers. Like, wow, this is great. Okay, um, well, now to get into the show proper. Uh, this week, we, of course, if you've already looked at the title of our show, have author Blue Carson on. She is the author of the book Dark Rides, Volume 1. And she's going to be speaking to us for probably about half of the show about uh, how she writes... Uh, life in general. She has a little surprise for us mid-interview, and then we throw her into the 10 questions that so many guests before us have faced. And uh, we're going to end the show on one of our Comic-Con interviews. Comic-Con? Comic-Con. Vermont Comic-Con was this past weekend. Was, I just dropped yeah. that randomly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, that yeah. Comic-Con thing, which was awesome, by the way. Yeah, second annual Vermont Comic-Con 2015 happened in Burlington, Vermont, and we were honored guests there. Yeah, you probably heard us talking about it leading up to the show if you've listened before. Um, uh, if if not, you'll definitely be hearing plenty about it uh, in upcoming episodes for sure, including uh, we got to not just talk to people on the floor walking around. We brought our little recorder set up. And uh, I think we were the only uh, people there really doing, like, some kind of on-the-floor recording-type things outside of, you know, real journalists and stuff walking around. Um, So we had people sit down and talk about their experience at the con, their, you know, best parts and all that kind of stuff. Not their best parts. Uh, Everybody said penis when we asked about that. Uh, But the... uh, (laughs) Um, the, the the best parts of the con, et cetera. But we also had uh, access to some awesome guests that were actually tabling there, including uh, Brian, Brian O'Halloran and Scott Schiaffo, both from the movie Clerks. Yep, that'll uh, be Scott on Schiaffo, next week's show. Yep, Scott Schiaffo is uh, the, the Chili's Gum guy, for those of you wondering. Brian O'Halloran, of course, being the you know the lead. So um, next week, look for the, uh, the one about Clerks. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the week after, I believe we dip into October, and we are going to do our first Halloween-related episode yes. with Nicholas Brendan from... Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. He played Xander, and he literally gave us the funniest interview I think we've ever Th- had. Three and a half minutes, because he's really busy and it was on the way out. We knew we, we only were doing most of the interviews uh, for between, you know, three to six minutes, because it was on the floor, you know, on the spot kind of thing. Uh, he gave us the greatest three and a half minutes uh, I mean. And it's cheesy, but we're going to call that the, the, the one with Nicholas Brendan. Because here's the thing, is that three and a half minutes will change your life. It will he, scar, it will scar your brain with clown and and, paint. and we do we have to be like it really is Nicholas Brendan when you listen to it he is saying oh stuff. I have a photo of him playing with my iPad while he was answering our questions oh right yeah like laughing and grinning like a little schoolgirl um so that's yeah the, we've got that all that content um we're probably even going to have a special uh, con episode because we got so yep. much uh, content so hopefully between the clerks episode and uh, Halloween month which we kick off with Nicholas Brendan we'll have like a little special episode in between with all the extra uh, little bits and pieces so if you were there and you sat down with us your uh, your interview is going to be popping up in one of these episodes pretty soon and uh, it'll be a special episode not just in place of uh, one of our uh, existing ones um, and uh, ending this show we'll be talking to Pete Talbot he's a friend of mine and uh, he had a uh, table there at the con he does pin box yeah these are laser cut cardboard pinball machines and they are amazing they're really cool they've got to picked up some steam around the web I actually didn't realize that was who that was. I, I mean, I knew him from uh, the, where, where we're from, anyway. Um, and I, this was the first time I officially met him. But I had been seeing Pinbox all over the all over the web, not just in yep. friends' Facebook feeds, but I mean, like in some big uh, uh, publications have like picked up the story yep. about it. Nope, it's amazing, um, and we got him on air, and he's yep. going to talk about we'll his talk project about at, at the end, end of the, the show. Yeah. But uh, without further ado, what we're going to do is jump into the Blue Carson interview. 
Uh, as you know, if you're a fan of the show and have been listening for a little while, you know that we are fans of the strange and interesting and sometimes awesome, like her book, uh, Amazon books based on erotic fiction. Right. Uh, we covered Bigfoot and dinosaurs yep. at different points in our history. And for, and uh, for audio stuff, uh, Roy uh, Wells. Roy Wells, we did like three weeks in a row of Roy Wells readings, which is uh, this guy doing these amazing. He's like this old, you know, grandpa, like, oh, eat your oatmeal kind of guy. And he's doing these amazing erotic uh, fan fiction um, or erotic fiction, I should say, readings uh, from and actually I think uh, on Audible. Right. And yep. uh, so it, which actually that's a good time to plug our Audible uh, sponsor, yep. audibletrial.com slash lost. And uh, you can go and get uh, a bunch of good stuff there, including a free month of service. And uh, you can pick from all their books and get a free book for that month and um and then of course you should you should stay on because it's awesome yeah for, um, for a while we were pushing star wars aftermath because of force friday and the uproar about the uh gay characters within the book about right. the conservative community uh by the way that star wars fan fiction that we teased about two weeks ago we are still in the process of writing if it wasn't for this amazing interview that dropped into our lap uh we would have it this week but we're gonna push it back to next week yep because so, it's worth uh, this, this is worth waiting it's worth uh waiting for that but it's also worth pushing because uh, it was great talking to somebody, and it just was kind of coincidental that we got this interview kind of last minute um, that is really up our alley. And uh, do we want to play a clip of uh, of Blue Carson's book from Audible, actually, right now? Yeah, let's play a clip from Dark Rides, Volume 1. I lifted my foot under the table and put it on the chair across from me to push it out. Bill's cheeks turned slightly pink. He became more nervous than I had expected. It was quite endearing. He was adorable. While Bill sat down, I removed the lollipop from the bag and peeled at the plastic that encased it. I leaned in across the small bistro table until I was only a few inches from him as I held the long, phallic-shaped candy between us. Thank you very much for the candy. This one is my favorite kind to suck on. Want to try a lick? Bill's cheeks blushed darker. He cautiously leaned in towards the lollipop and opened his mouth. His eyes never left mine. He looked like a timid woodland creature approaching what he knew was a trap. I placed the tip of the lollipop in his mouth and teased it across his tongue. Suck it, Bill. He closed his lips around it and slid his mouth up and down on the tip. He continued to look at me for approval as he licked. He was very intent on doing a good job. I pulled the lollipop out of his mouth and slowly slid it across his lips. Um, going to be hearing a little bit more uh, of that uh, voice and that style in a little bit, actually. Um, so you should go to audibletrial.com or audible.com and pick up that um, or go to Amazon and grab it, too. And without further ado, let's uh, let's join Blue Carson for an interview. All right. Uh, welcome to the show, Blue Carson. Thanks for being on today. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, this uh, this feels like a match made in heaven. We've uh, had several episodes in the past for our longtime listeners uh, who followed us. Uh, we've covered stories about various books written on Audible. Uh, well, audio books on Audible and written books on Amazon that covered... Uh, Various niche erotic uh, venues, such as the Bigfoot porn we covered at one right, point. Right, that's correct. And uh, there was a series about dinosaurs and the erotic adventures of the people who love them. Mm-hmm. And That's uh, how you caught my attention. <laughs> ah. You mentioned erotic erotica of dinosaurs. 
tell me more. We must talk. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and immediately after we uh, struck up a conversation, you told me that you wrote about uh, Disney. And I at first thought maybe it was about Disney, like, within the movie characters and such. But no, you specifically write about Disneyland, correct? Disney World. Disney, Disney World, World in Florida. Disneyland is in California. Yeah, I Disney always World. confuse those two. The big one. I, a lot of people do. And a lot of people on the West Coast have asked me to to do volume two in Disneyland in California. Um, I haven't been there enough to know the secret places to go (laughs) to um, investigate for stories, research for stories. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. In fact, that, uh, that actually begs the question. Um, You do know Disney well enough to actually incorporate real location settings into the books. I sure do. I'm there all the time. Since I was little, little, I've been going there. I grew up with the history of Disney as the dinner table conversation. So, oh, that's awesome. I, I got to say, personally, I've never been. Jared, have you? I actually, uh, sadly, I've never been. I'm like one of those sad kids who always wanted to go, but the parents were like, we're too poor and we live in Vermont. So, you know. Yeah, well, you it, guys have, have to come down. I'll give you a tour. I definitely should, actually. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely an experience I need to do some point in my life. But yeah, we live so far away that it's an expensive trip to say the least. Yeah, you have an excuse. You've got you've got kids at least. I do. Yeah, I do. yeah. I, I'd just be some thirty uh, five year old wandering around uh, Disney World, but uh, I could figure it out. They have a lot of cons down here, you know. There's Ooh. Miami. There's uh-huh. Orlando. There's a lot of cons going on. You guys did and. Cheap flights into Orlando. Yeah, that's, that's true. I know they're like it's actually costs almost nothing to get down there. Yeah, they I keep know. dropping the price after all <laughs> yeah. those hurricanes took out those planes last year. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, actually, we have a Florida correspondent down there, uh, Little Cubby on Twitter. She uh, she brings us some uh, Florida man stories from time to time. We've heard a lot of Florida man stories. Yeah, we're actually going to uh, dip back into that a little bit later. Um, start off this uh, this interview. I have a question for you. You go by the name Blue Carson. That's obviously a pen name. Um, no, it's not. It's not. Really? It's not. It's oh. not obviously a pen name. Scott Bear. I, that sounds like a pen name. I <laughs> thought it was. I've never met anyone <laughs> named Blue before. <laughs> it's funny because I, I got that a lot. But um, I mean, now Beyonce named her child Blue, and right. it's it's a thing now. But yeah, you guys need to listen to some of the other interviews I've done. Oh, I, we didn't want to spoil our interview with that garbage. <laughs> 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 competition schmompetition that's what i always say uh do you, do you want the the short version or the long version of that um whatever you prefer actually the short version is my dad wanted something short and i'm named after the cat that's that's what i i would call the short version okay the long version i could direct people to other shows <laughs> we'll, we'll, okay we'll leave it at the short version yeah actually. definitely most definitely <laughs> Although I did notice, uh, I did look at your past list of shows you've been on, and uh, several of them are actually friends of ours. Yes. So right. it was kind of funny to see that you followed the same circles as we had podcast-wise. I've, I've, I think that once I got into one or two in the groups that um, I've just, I think it's there's a certain personality type, and I get along with all you guys, and I find the shows entertaining, and, you know, I like this crowd. <laughs> So, I've only done a few in the Disney community. I think they're a little bit afraid of me. <laughs> no. Has Disney itself ever weighed in on your book? No, they 
Disney has a reputation of when something is not to their liking, they ignore you because any attention that they would give you would be publicity no matter what they did. Absolutely. Oh, well, yeah, we think that every once in a while when we're calling something out on the show and we're like, I don't know, should we include that? And we're like, well, if they're really angry about it and they get in touch with us, this going to help kind of. No, no publicity is bad publicity. That's what they always say, right? <laughs> Only when you're at a certain level. True, true, true. Yeah. Really, we'd just get a bunch of cease and desist orders and then we'd feel sad and we wouldn't be able to say anything. But yeah, <laughs> it would backfire. So that means Disney's never actually like threatened to take any action against the book? Um, not yet. I mean, the most I've had is um, some issues with like when my book was on iTunes. Uh, right now, oh. it's exclusively on Amazon um, and the audiobooks through Audible. But And if you want signed, personally signed copies, you have to go to my publisher at Bamboo Forest Publishing on their website if you want the, the signed ones from me. But um, when it was on iTunes, they were having little issues with the uh, mouse ears and Disney name and stuff. But oh, right. Yeah, there's a whole itself. separate level of corporate in between Yeah, that actually, yeah. And they have some connections. Right, yep. Disney, so yeah. But I mean, my publisher is Leonard Kinsey, and he wrote The Dark Side of Disney, which is a book that has a lot of, um, you know, urban exploring stories and a lot of how to's with scoring drugs, booze, sex in the oh, parks. Oh, it's I, it's a more of a travel guide book. Yeah, maybe I, I know I know where to go uh, before my trip. Uh, I actually yeah. saw that book on uh, Amazon for uh, related searches. Okay, like yeah. I, when I looked up your book, it came up as a in the list of three books that are related to it. So that that's interesting. Exactly. Yeah. So I had read his book a few years ago, and I just thought he needs to be my new best friend, and ended up running into him a couple years later in social media and pitched this whole book idea to him. But yeah, he's not even, I mean, Disney knows who he is and Disney people have talked to him unofficially, but the official people have never even done that with him. But um, he's definitely a black sheep. Uh, but yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> He also publishes books from Imagineers who worked directly with Walt. So, oh wow, that's a little interesting that he's got his uh, his toes in two different ponds. He sure does. Um, he publishes Raleigh Crump, and Disney people have, you know, they can't turn their back on Raleigh. You know, yeah. he was, it was one of one of Walt's guys. So, you know, you. Uh, Leonard's got some legitimacy going on, and I'm I'm very proud and honored to work with him. Well, that's great. It sounds like a, a perfect match, and it's definitely been uh, profitable for you. And you guys might be interested in the artist who did my cover, also, since you're you enjoy cons and such. Yes. The artist who did my cover is Holly Golightly, Holly G. She is married to Jim Ballant who worked for DC Comics and created a Catwoman. And, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, so those are... Wow, that's that, a little bit of a pedigree. I like that. Yeah, she is a phenomenal artist. And if you see artwork on my website with um, the Dark Rides Adventures 
club and cards that I give out. Yeah, and I saw those. Things like that. That's all her artwork. She is, she's phenomenal. So, and she did the cover art on my book. Oh, that's great. And yeah, the cover art's awesome. Uh, for anyone listening right now, if you go look at the uh, show notes for the show, it's going to be the featured image. And um, we're actually going to put the front and back covers up so people can actually read everything that's there and uh, make a choice on their own if they want to go and maybe purchase this yes, right and after course, they're done listening directly today. To, uh, and, to, yeah, absolutely. And that is my lip prints on the cover also. Oh, okay. Okay. I kissed a lot of paper for that. <laughs> <laughs> Get the perfect one, right? Now, I'm curious, uh, do you have a follow-up book since this is labeled Volume 1? It's been discussed. Um, uh, this book has only came out last, the beginning of December. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so it's still kind of been a whirlwind with this book. Because the first week, it hit number two on the Amazon Hot New Releases and it hit number five and six, depending on the hour, on erotica bestsellers. Wow! Right, That's right impressive. next to it was right next to Anne Rice, and I took a screenshot of it, and I can die oh. happy now. <laughs> I'm like, if, if nothing else happens, I'm happy now. Perfect. So, but um, so it's been it's been a whirlwind. And I've done so much media and so much stuff. And it's been, you know, I'm grateful. It's been so successful. So I've just kind of been taking a mental break from writing for for a little bit. But I have some ideas in mind. We'll see if uh, and when I decide to pen another. Right. I'd like to. I had heard a rumor that you were in somewhat of a stage of starting an idea for a new book. This is a little different than what a volume two would be. Okay. This this is something like the volume one is more in the style of my personal adventures. But what I talked to you about a little, this is a little hidden secret just for your show. And I told some of my followers they needed to listen to hear this little special surprise I had for you guys. This one is more about going with characters in the park, like what a lot of people expect, like you did, and with other people and their adventures. Okay, okay. That makes sense. I have a little sample of it, if you'd like to hear. Yeah, like sure. an exclusive, correct? Definitely. All right. It's, it's just for you guys. Great. Okay, yeah, let's, uh, let's hear it. All right. The title of this is Lost at Walt's Home, Getting Goofy. Okay. Awesome. The two young guys sat on a bench in the covered exterior corridor of Interventions in Epcot, watching guests lined up for character meet and greets through the glass walls. Scott? Yes, Jer? How can we really be sure that Goofy is a dog? Scott tilted his head to the side and stared at Jer in a brief moment of bewilderment. What the fuck is wrong with you? No, no, listen. Pluto is a dog. He doesn't talk. Goofy talks. And Goofy has sex. You've lost your mind. Do you really have nothing better to think about now? Goofy has a kid, Scott. That means he had to have sex at some point. Haven't you ever thought about that? Well, I am now, thank you. You're welcome. Jer smiled at Scott with a slight glimmer in his eye. Stop it, Jer. Stop it right now. 
Scott, we need to investigate this matter more. Scott interrupted, no. We owe it to our Lost at Home podcast listeners. No. To investigate the alleged goofy sexcapades. Jer paused. I'll buy you a Mickey ice cream bar. Fine. Scott tossed up his hands in defeat. Jer grabbed Scott's hand and pulled him towards the entrance to the meet and greet. He had seen some of the characters exit through a side door from the meet and greet area when they took their breaks and headed towards that door. We can't go in there. We'll get busted and tossed out. This park ticket was expensive, said Scott. It's for a greater good, Scott. Besides, this is our last day here. If they kick us out, we can just go to Universal City Walk tonight and drink. Guess I can't argue with that. Jer smiled and leaned casually against the wall next to the door to backstage. Try to look like you belong here, he mumbled slyly. Scott nodded, adjusted his mouse ears, and leaned back against the wall, humming the theme to It's a Small World. Just then, they noticed Goofy walking towards them. He was happily bouncing along, waving to guests, and gave Jer a big high five as he passed and exited through the cast member only door. Jer stuck his foot out and caught the door just before it latched, then slowly slipped inside. Scott looked around for a moment, then followed. The door closed behind them, and they were suddenly confronted with something they never dared to dream they would see. Goofy's bear ass. Whoa, shouted Jer, too startled to contain his comment. Goofy slowly turned around with his pants down around his knees. Scott and Jer stared with eyes wide in amazement as Goofy posed before them, hands on hips, in all his glory. Well, Jer, said Scott, you got your answer. Yep, Scott, I sure did. Goofy's a horse. Goofy chuckled. Well, gosh, yup. There you go. That is amazing. Oh, I was not I... expecting that. And I am absolutely <laughs> flattered. <laughs> uh, a little, a little curious now uh, about this goofy fella. Uh, and I, I might listen to that again to to go to bed by honestly. So. Oh, that was glorious! I I threw that to, together. You can thank your uh, partner there. Yes, I kept that a secret from Jared. Jared yeah, I yeah. Uh, hope you liked. I, I absolutely. I'm glad you kept it a secret. Now I was getting angry at him for not telling me. I'm like, it's our show. You can't do this to me. But <laughs> honestly, I'm I'm glad that was uh, that was just dropped on me at this moment. That just made my day. My first time hearing it too. I, I yeah. simply I simply asked maybe an excerpt from a book that doesn't exist about us. He didn't <laughs> let me show. He didn't let me show it to him first, nope. and so that was totally on the fly. That was amazing. Thank you very much. I'm glad you liked it. And I'm um, sorry it wasn't horribly dirty, but you said funny, too. And... Yeah, no, no, that was perfect. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I think uh, I think at this point we're going to switch gears, and we're going to move into our 10 questions you've never been asked before in an interview. Are you ready? How do you know there are 10 questions I've never been asked before in we an do, interview? We do we're not. very cocky. You, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is your right. name? 
Is it? Yeah, we are. We we're we're not we're sure. Assuming we're we we're, 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 we try to make them a little wacky. No one's ever called us out for that. How about if we uh, ask you one that you've been asked before? You call us out on it. I I, I will do that. And can I ask you questions in return? Ooh, if uh, we've if, never done that before. If you if uh, if you uh, can call us out on one, uh, you can ask us a question. There in that return. works. Okay. Or you can just ask uh, this question anyway. I don't yeah, know. we don't yeah. care. <laughs> I might, I might ask you the same question then. Okay. Okay. Ask you in return. See, I like to be a little different. If you haven't noticed. Oh no, that's great. This is a great interview. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to keep it fluid. If you want to just bust our balls and go right back at us with some questions, I don't care. Let's keep it. Let's keep it fun and fluid. So. All I'm right. Some sweet. Uh, do you want number one? Uh, yeah, I'll take number one here. Okay. Uh, number one. Uh, who's your favorite Ghostbuster? Uh, jeez, Egon. Ooh, good, we've good only call. gone that once before, I that's, think. Which is crazy. He's, he's my favorite. He's straight and slinkies. And that's a, that's a question we ask every interviewee. It's our icebreaker. I've listened to the show. I knew that one. Ooh. <laughs> the sec- I think I know what the second question is, too. And that's where I got stumped. Oh, no, no, no. This, these are all the, new now the for rest, you. Yep, Just right figure it out. Okay, okay. Because I was pondering the what's, my, like, the, like, really bad movie that I love. Oh, oh yeah, that was a Dan Harmon question, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, do Do you have an answer for that one? This doesn't count, but if you have an answer for it, <laughs> oh, it doesn't count. You get eleven <laughs> out of me. Sure. No, I. I the best I could come up with is um, maybe like Idiocracy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I just rewatched that. More for the sake of I find it to be a horror film because it's becoming so true. That's why I just rewatched it. It was on, it popped up on like HBO or something. And uh, I was like, this is getting really real like now. It's frightening. Terrifies me. And, and then other than that, it would be just something bad from the 80s. Like, you know, uh, break into electric boogaloo. Nice. Whoa. Like, I would love that stuff. Something with big hair and lots of music. Well, I like that better than our number two. <laughs> All right, well, let's here. move on to number three, then. Okay, let's just do that. No, I want to know what it is. <laughs> All you right. can't just leave me hanging. i got to know. Number two was, if you could work for Disney and have any job at any of its parks, what would you pick? What would I pick? Oh, my goodness. Um, I, 20 jobs just went through my head. <laughs> So, I mean, there's good and bad with them all. I think I know too much about them to to actually want those jobs. Fair That's enough. A, okay, I know what I want. Okay. CEO, I gotta fix that place. Oh, I, I was thinking that in my head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. I was thinking I would uh, I would just be like uh, I would work with Goofy. Yeah. <laughs> wash his pants or something. Yeah. <laughs> dirty, dirty Goofy. All right. Uh, number three, uh, you probably get a lot of cool and strange gifts from fans. What's the strangest gift have, that has ever been give, given to you? Oh, I have some pictures we on saw, my We saw. That's, what, that's what struck this question for us. <laughs> yes, I have some photos on my blog of things that listeners have sent to me. Um, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of a toss-up. Depends on... on oh, I've got a lot of strange things. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love them all because they're personal to the person. Yeah. So I, I like that they share those things with me. I, think I really appreciate it. Um, I'm going to say it's a toss-up between frozen beer and a somebody handmade me a flogger out of a 
um, uh, lightsaber handle. Oh. Nice. And then they wrote on it, um, Jedi in the streets, Sith in the sheets. Whoa, that's <laughs> cool. Oh my God. Yeah. I might have to. And it lights up and glows and my hand is too small to actually reach around it. So (laughs) we might, we might have to, we might have to work up an even weirder one on all those at some point. Scott said one special from lost at home. Yes. Random thing. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Might be our gift back to you from that, uh, from that wonderful reading you did. I would, I would appreciate it and love it tremendously. All right. uh, Number four, uh, you're based out of Florida. And Florida Man is the beginning of many hilarious news articles that come out of your state. And, in fact, it's even now a documentary called Florida Man. Uh, have you ever had a crazy Florida Man, in quotes, moment? I'm slightly embarrassed to say that I'm not really familiar with the whole Florida Man thing. Oh, maybe that's an outsider's perspective kind of thing. Maybe. Yeah, there's, there's tons of headlines like Florida Man loses arm in crocodile trying to get back. Oh. Pork, those kind of yeah. things. Okay, have I ever had a, a, a like a life experience, like a Florida man moment? Yes. That's, um, well, read my book, there's 12. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good plug. There you go. 12 stories, 12 happy endings. Oh, man. Uh, I, I think that counts. I'll, 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 I'll take do that. that. Yeah. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, it's a good plug, too. It keeps people guessing. Um, number five, uh, the classic Disney story, Peter Pan, is back in theaters as Pan. What's your favorite pan? Peter Pan peanut butter, Pan's Labyrinth, or Pan Flute music? Oh, that's... You can't do them all at the same time. You could come up with a story that includes all three. (laughs) I bet I could. Give me about five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, how would you play the... Well, you could listen to the Pan Flute, but you couldn't really play it if you were eating peanut butter. Mm, True. That would be a challenge, though. That needs to be like a bar challenge. Work all three of those into one activity, or just just or playing play. the plant pan flute. Like, oh, just like, while <laughs> yeah. eating, eating peanut, peanut butter, butter. <laughs> like peanut butter yeah. and saltines, and playing the pan flute. Exactly. Yeah. Do the ten saltine challenge. Yeah. Oh my god. Bit. So, um, I'm gonna go with peanut butter. All right. Sounds good. If there's chocolate involved, that's a definite win. All right. Uh, number six. Are you familiar with the game Fuck Mary Kill? Yes, okay. I am. That's okay. not the question. The question is. The question is. Uh, that fuck, with Disney princesses. No, fuck Mary Kill. Which which one would you fuck Mary Kill? <laughs> of Disney princesses. Just of them. We thought about it, but close. Okay. No, we're going for Goofy, Minnie, or Walt Disney. Walt's already dead. That's okay. Yep. I mean, I, I from what I hear, he's Goofy's, timeless. He's yeah. timeless. Okay, so we're gonna assume he's alive, and this is not a necrophilia situation. No, we're gonna assume that his head yes. has been reattached to a brand new body through the miracles of future science. Yes. And all of that is alive. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just because it's attached. And, and yeah. he's retaken <laughs> over ownership of Disney in general. Oh. Oh. Um. I'm. I'm definitely marrying him. I want a legacy on that. Okay. That's perfectly reasonable. Okay. Um. And we got what Goofy and Minnie. Yeah. yeah. Well, based on the story I just told you, I probably should fuck Goofy. That's what I was thinking. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm Poor sure Minnie. you have been since the story. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea what you've been saying since then. I've just been here blah, blah, blah. In, in my head, there's just like a thought bubble of, of Goofy's penis. That's all I've been thinking about. Uh. You and probably a lot of your listeners. So, <laughs> Hey, Jer, why don't you play with me? Yeah. Well, I gotta go. <laughs> 
Uh. Um, so I guess Minnie gets to die. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Minnie. It's okay. She's probably sorry. replaceable. I don't know. She's been around a while. You know? She has. Plenty of people. Uh, I hate to say this, but her voice does bother me a little bit. All right. That's worth killing her for. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Number seven. As a writer, uh, you must have a grand love of literature. What is your favorite horror movie? <laughs> um, I am going to say Dawn of the Dead because I knew like one of the last exploding zombies in it. Oh, cool. oh, that's cool. Very cool. The the remake, the one that came out a few what decade ago? Probably decade ago. No, no, no. Original, long time ago. Oh wow, the one in the mall from like the seventies, eighties. Yes. Okay, wow, that's awesome. That's one of my favorite horror movies ever. Definitely uh, mine too. Yeah, I I uh I knew a gentleman who was an actor and he was that was one of his claims to fame was last exploding zombie head. That nice. I, that's a claim to fame. I don't know if I'd even explain what movie it was. I just always lead with that. Hello, I was last exploding zombie head. It's on your business you. card. Yeah. With a still of the explosion. Oh, yes. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that for like that. only only that reason. Okay. All right. So. Um, number eight. If you were president in 2016, what would your first act in office be? My first act in office be free beer day, like just once a year. Okay, you're in. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, got you got vote. my vote easily. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm just thinking, what would the people want to make them happy? Do you want a tax refund? Yeah, okay, but what if I let you get some free beer? You have to drink it on site, though. It's not like a carry-out thing because people just stock up for the year. Got to be reasonable about these things. Yeah, you show up, you so, get free beer, you got to drink it. All right. Yeah, and then it there's a little government. called America Day. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, and it's got to be draft, you know, we're going to yeah. go cheap and not PBR. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, you know, the location supply for a government subsidy for it. I think that that would be a nice, nice, uh, we do it on July 4th. So. Okay. All right. Nope, um, that's perfect. Works for us. Uh, yeah, you've got my vote now. Um, number nine, uh, what is a fun Friday night for you? A fun Friday night for me. Um, Probably going over to Disney, especially with Epcot Food and Wine Festival coming. It starts this Friday. Guess where I'll be. So Interesting. I, yeah, I actually know nothing about what the nightlife is around Disney since I've never been. So mm -hmm. it's curious to see that there's actually something to do there. Oh, today they just opened up Jock's Hangar Bar, which is Jock is Indiana Jones pilot. And the whole bar is themed after his adventures oh, oh yeah they and, bought indiana jones they can do all that now oh, cool yeah. i mean the whole downtown disney well it's disney springs now areas all you know bars and massive margaritas you can wander around with your stuff and, it's, it's like yeah. a bourbon street new orleans kind of atmosphere you're, yeah you're oh yeah just you're selling you're selling me on it pretty hard actually yeah so and, far. and epcot epcot has all the the countries in the world showcase and people do drinking around the world so you go to each country and you drink around the world and in each country with their specialties and food and wine festivals coming. There'll be, well, I don't know, a hundred different wines, 80 different beers and a whole bunch of cocktails and everything. And it's going to be crazy. And it lasts for like two months. Holy. 
Okay. That's amazing. I had no idea that even existed. <laughs> so this Friday, wow. we know what your fun Friday night is going to be. Yeah, and if yeah. you're listening to this in Florida, like uh, actually a lot of our listeners, actually, a yeah, good we have, chunk we have of a listenership good, yeah. in Florida, uh, that sounds like something you probably should be heading out to do. Uh, oh, uh, last question, number 10. In five words or less, give us a review of Fifty Shades of Grey. It's not like my book. Perfect. (laughs) And on that note, Dark Rides Volume 1, uh, Erotic Disney Theme Park Adventures by Blue Carson can be found on Amazon and on Audible. And we've uh, listened to it and we want to recommend it to everyone. It is really, 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 really good. And uh, Blue? Yes. Thank you for being on our show. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And I'm glad you enjoyed your little um, getting goofy moment oh yes beyond words that is incredible and uh (laughs) we will be posting a uh a written transcript of that on our website on the show notes for this particular episode this week so if you go to lostonepodcast.com and look under this episode you will see it so uh thank you very much blue for being on air thank you for having me thank you very much blue carson that was great appreciate it that was awesome reading once again was very awesome if i didn't say it enough Definitely, yeah. And uh, I think at this point in the show, we've got to keep moving right along. So let's jump into web dropping. Web dropping. Okay. Uh, you you brought both the web droppings to the table, two of them? I did. Um, the first one's a rather big story, so I'd be surprised if someone hasn't heard of it at this point. It is uh, about David Cameron. He has been accused of a sex act with a dead pig, specifically what? sticking his dick into okay, the Okay, I was going to ask what kind of sex act, because here's the thing. There are various sex acts that are okay to do with dead pigs, and then there are those that are not. I want to say they're all not okay, unless you're uh, cooking them. Um, while fucking them? Or them. While fucking them? Or? Well, the friction probably creates some heat, but I don't think the fucking hmm. cooks them. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I feel like they're, yeah, uh, getting blown by a dead pig. It's not, it's not really getting blown because it's not doing anything. You're just having sex with a dead uh, pig's mouth. Yeah, that sounds much. that sounds terrible. Well, I don't even think he technically had sex with it. This is a uh, prime just minister. Just stuck it David in, he'd like Cameron. like rested it against his like ha 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 ha. Really? There might have been some ha ha has going on, but this, ha, this was more of like oh oh <laughs> oh I came in a dead pig. <laughs> I don't think he had time to came. Um, this was done in one of those like uh, those jump in college sorority fraternity yeah. pledge type situations. Yep. And the whole reason we even know this happened was because a new book came out. It's an unauthorized biography about the British Prime Minister, David Cameron. Right. Um, And it was written by a parliament member and a local journalist together, apparently who have inside information, including firsthand recollections of these events. And they claim that during one of these pledge moments... Uh, he was asked to stick his uh, dick inside of a dead pig's uh, mouth. It's like, it'd be great if they were like, haha, this is going to be great. So they turned around to ask him and he's already fucking the dead pig's mouth. Like, what? <laughs> what do we got to do? It's like, oh, shit. He kind of ruined the whole thing. He's like, oh, what? You never, never uh, banged a dead, dead pig before? Huh? Joker? <laughs> I, I think that that would be the best response to is if the room was just that still and quiet. I'm going to go fuck that cricket now. All right. Now, okay, one of the things that makes this story kind of amazing for me and why I chose it, because it's such big news that we could probably just lose it. Like, we could go right yeah, over Yeah, no, a lot of times we try to do, do like, the web dropping. Yeah, but it, that's what we promised everybody at the when, at Comic-Con. Ever, but uh, this is... This, this is, is juicy, beautiful. number okay, one. Yeah. And you can kind of... You you do a little extra uh, looking into it. Well, um, definitely. Have you uh, seen the British series Black Mirror on Netflix? Yes. And that's, Do you remember yeah. the first episode yeah, about because uh, I, I haven't seen the uh, uh, second season, but yes, I was going to say this... This is like... You're really close to reality. It is. Only in that, 
the guy was like, I don't want to fuck a pig. And but I have the guy's to, or else like, sure. a princess. Yeah, and this this team sounds like the guy was like, all right, I want to hang out with frat boys for a while. I guess I'll fuck a pig. Well, yeah, apparently these... Uh, these it was a live pig, at least, on the parties. Black Mirror. Yes, it was. And then it was consensual sex. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you make it sound as if the pig was just like, you know, hitting Bring on it. him. He's like, all Do right, it. fuck it. Sometimes prime ministers got to fuck a pig. Not going to be wet forever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. No, um, this is very similar to that, but like at this was at Oxford University, first of all, and it was in one of those like skull and crossbones type fraternities for I'm guessing the upper crust, upper echelon douchebag rich guys. Yes, because what else do you do when you when you what do you give somebody who's got everything? A dead pig to fuck. Yeah, in in a, in addition to uh coke fueled parties, mm-hmm. um highly organized the orgies. The only kind of party, the only kind of orgy. Highly organized orgies. Yeah, there's like somebody with like spreadsheets and like name tags and stuff. You come through uh, well, the door. Well, they use that as a quote here. Uh, there were annual summer parties. One of them had basically a very well organized orgy. Like there's like somebody whose job it is like starting at day t- like the day after the orgy, they're planning the next one for like yep. next year. Like all right, we're all going to orgy 2016 is going to be even better. Uh so, you know, sign up. We got sponsors. Shit like that, Coca-Cola sponsoring the biggest next uh, highly organized Oxford orgy. Yeah, and uh, no one's really sure if there's any truth behind this. Quite frankly, it could just be a political move to, uh, like, dirty and sully his name, uh, bring him down to a level where maybe he wouldn't get elected next time around. There could be just dirty yeah, when you when you when you have a, a, a pig fucker as, like, your nickname now, it's a little tough to... Was, or maybe people are like, oh, the pig fucker guy, that's who I want. They check him off at the ballot box or whatever they have. I don't think that's a demographic. I mean, sure, every country has its rednecks, but I don't think that's a that's a highly prized big wedge of the pie. Yeah, yeah, like oh, we gotta get that pig fucker vote. Yeah. <laughs> no. oh, wait, we got the we got the women and we got the minorities and we got like the the middle class man, but that pig fucker vote is just eluding us. What I love. What is- we do? Well, we could post something about you uh, fucking <laughs> a pig's mouth. A dead pig or a live pig? Dead pig. Better. Good. All right. Better. Yeah. More people can relate. Yeah. Somehow, I don't know. No, they've called it the uh, the Bay of Pigs, with Bay being like that horrible new slang term for yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, honey or whatever, like, you know, a, a nice colloquialism for bay. I love you, Bay, yeah. Bay, so Bay of Pigs, <laughs> but um, also I've seen another one, which was Piggate, hashtag Piggate. Okay. Now, the big loser in this story is the company Piggate. Um, Piggate or is they? a vetting machine and slot machine um modifier company they basically make those machines accept mobile payments right so if you're working at piggate and you're seeing hashtag piggate all day yeah and it's in a negative connotation and you're like oh level. finally oh, we're blowing up on the web franklin because that's the guy's name franklin, all right sweet poor franklin over at piggate yeah you know he's in charge of pr he thinks his, his uh piggate uh promo is finally taken off he's patting himself on the back and he turns it on it's all about pig fucking yeah, I wrote today on Twitter under Maybe our official them. Lost at Home account, at the Lost at Home. I wrote, at Piggate is the only true victim of Piggate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hashtag Piggate, that is. Um, yeah, so we're going to probably follow this story. If it gets weirder, if it doesn't, weirder than, we're probably yeah. just going to let it drop. <laughs> but at the moment, everyone's just trying to sift through the information and find out what is fact and what is not. And if these were really well-organized, coke-fueled, uh, orgy pig-fucking parties... Other eyes were there. Other people saw this, and somebody has to be like an Oxford dropout who, you know, love that coke and pig fucking too much, 
and is going to come up with some juicy details. Yeah, but the thing is, if, you know, that's the thing about nowadays. If this happened like 40 years from now, there's going to be like pictures all over the place. People are going to be taking pictures with cell phones and whatnot. This was long enough ago where you don't have to worry about that. So maybe a dusty Polaroid tur- turns up at some point. Oh, I hope there's a dusty Polaroid of him fucking a dead pig. <laughs> <laughs> Please be a dusty Polaroid. You can almost hear the oi, oi, oi through it, yeah. oh, <laughs> through, through the dusty Polaroid. <laughs> oh, let's, uh, let's, anybody out there got it, just uh, go ahead and put, po- if you don't have it, uh, Photoshop's a thing. Now to, uh, to move the story set right along to our second web dropping, um, I kind of theme these two together. Um, the second story is Builder has five day erection after taking 35 Viagra pills for a laugh. Huh? Wait, um, so he took the Viagra pills for uh, a laugh. He did. Um, was he just to what he took? He, the, he took all thirty-five within one hour. Like, ha, ha, I'm gonna. He was hospitalized five days later. Yeah, for an erection. They have to like drain it and shit or something. Well, first of all, let's start with this story. Yes, he's thirty-six years old. He about my is, age. His name is Daniel Medford. Probably didn't like necessarily need them. I don't know. He was a contractor who did plastering work, <laughs> and while being plastered because he was drunk at the time. Yeah. He thought for a laugh, it would be kind of interesting to take 35 of these pills. Um, as we all know, Viagra is the uh, men's libido dick Yeah, and we, and we all know the uh, recommended dosage is your age minus one. Oh, I like that. Right? I, I, it took me a moment of like, math. <laughs> <laughs> Something minus one? Yeah, so you uh, the, uh, that's how they get their money, because most like people that. take it like are over that. 60. No, no, that's, they're that's taking 50, cool. 55 uh, uh, Viagra at a time. Now, for anyone out there who's wondering what happens when you take 35 Viagra while drinking, Just and go take let one. them absorb See your you system. Uh, well, if you're curious from uh, from his perspective, we got feeling sick as a symptom. Probably. Dizzy. T- taking 35 of anything, you feel sick. Dizzy. Yeah. Hallucinating. Well, that's good. All your blood is never going back to your brain. Everything he saw turned green. That's a little weird. That's amazing. Like, I'm afraid people might do this now for that experience. Yeah, well, I don't quite. I'm just wondering what the chemical or, you know, the scientific biological reaction is that that caused that. It has to shut off. I'm guessing because of the cones. The cones and rods in the back of your eye interpret the light that's getting in. So it probably shuts down some of them. Or it makes the others rock hard. Yes. Like, yeah, just the, the green one was just like, yeah, fuck you guys, I'm yeah. taking over. The, the green color receptors in the back of your eye are just like dicks pointed towards yeah. the sky. Get out of here, other ones, other cone things. Um, So there's a quote here from him, and I love this. He goes, oh, God, tell God my boner. You know, that was probably one of many quotes. but <laughs> The one they chose. But I love it. And I had a massive erection that would not go away. It's like. No kidding. We you, didn't think with all these other symptoms that wouldn't have been one of them. Oh, yeah. Like, my dick never got hard, but yeah, everything it'd be, went green. It'd be great if that's the thing. Is It was like those people who take, like, uh, like they try to, like, edibles for the first time, and they don't, or, like, acid, and they make the mistake of not waiting long enough, so they take some more. So he was like that. He was like, oh, shit, it's been five minutes. I don't have a rock-hard erection yet. So it's just like... Yeah, like over 10 minutes, he's like, okay, I guess I'll keep going. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they all kicked in at the same time. He's all oh, fucking fuck. Now, if you're wondering why at the top of the story I'm going to keep this themed, this also took place in England, and okay. this uh, father of two was rushed to the emergency room, and um, basically there was nothing they could do for him in the moment. It's one of those things where you have to allow the drugs to run their course. They have to bleed out of your system. Right, yep. I, I would imagine... There are that, some of those like that, yeah. I would imagine he's probably trying to pull a fast one, like, maybe if the nurse maybe. works it out of my dick. Oh, no, not you, no. The, the other one, that, yeah, yeah, you're definitely the Viagra nurse. Looks at his wife, honey... She's doing it for the family. She's doing it for the family. Oh, yeah. Daddy daddy doesn't want to die. Yeah, he uh, he spent two days in the hospital recovering, and every time 
anything, even the sheet brushed against his member, he had an instant erection. Like even when it finally started subsiding, came back with a light breeze. It's just gotta. That's gotta be just painful. You know, I mean, like when I've it, it, the thing about that. What What did you think was gonna happen? Well, the best not, case scenario, you only have a boner for a while. I don't even think he did much with it because his wife forgave him for his you know mistake. Obviously, that's not the end of the world. But he said it basically was useless to him. So I'm guessing that means it was so enamored with life it couldn't be used. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it was uh, just it was after a while it was painful. So you like you just yeah, it's there. It's a boner. It doesn't mean it's always gonna feel good when you touch it. I mean, I'm willing to give it a shot. You know what's funny? Based on our uh, previous interview, I accidentally clicked on a uh, link at the bottom of that story on the mirror co.uk yes and it brought me to a uh, story about a stapler that's been brought around the world and photographed in all kinds of locations awesome and the very first location uh in the picture where it says please do not uh, floor four please do not remove is in front of uh walt disney world the castle oh okay so uh cool. that was kind of funny on my phone decided to tell me there's better stories asshole yeah they're more <laughs> topical they're about what you were that like this is tangentially connected at best because of sex get done that whole that's, big fucking thing for christ's sake that's, man. that's my web browser's voice oh man i really hope that amazon your history <laughs> asshole you're slowing down the connections and every time it auto searches oh someone's gonna catch you I really, I really hope that Amazon oh, starts recommending uh, some crazy pig fucking stuff to you because you know they've got it. it pig fucking stories. That you, you also you, are involved with Viagra and seeing the color green. You might and... like Swiffer sweeps for cleaning up all that pig jizz. <laughs> I love it. The pork drippings that come from the uh, the anus of the pig. Now um, we have another segment. Uh, we have an AV club this week, which Doing actually that. is an AV club slash Floridians. This week, well, we get to combine a couple, and uh, again, to stay sort of topical with Florida, we we spoke a little bit about we tease a uh, Florida man, or we talked a little Florida man. We did, and the reason why we teased that earlier is because Florida Man the movie exists, and it is on Vimeo, and it is glorious. And have, I'd like to have thank, you have you watched it? I'd like to thank Christopher Ball for bringing us this story okay. first of all. Yes. He's, okay, a, he's a helper on our show, and um, also by the way, the uh, David Cameron story was brought to us by Jason Northrop and Little Cubby. Oh wow! So, okay, uh, wow! Quick, okay, so we've got like a we didn't really have to do anything for the show except for the Viagra we, story. I believe is also brought to us by Christopher Ball. I, okay, I, I allowed everyone to build our show for us this week because we of got Vermont Comic Con. We, we've got uh, yeah, because Blue Carson uh, obviously the interview there. We've got a couple of uh, con interviews. You had the five star review at the top. We got these. Well, we didn't have yeah. to do anything. Well, no, we did have a busy weekend week for yeah. us. Now, Florida Man can be found on Vimeo, and uh, it, it's kind of amazing. This the person who made it. Also made another series of documentaries. They're all about an hour to an hour and a half long, ranging. And uh, the one previous to this was about the cam girl trade. Uh, oh, basically the life of a cam girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, this yeah. one is about that Florida keeps getting man recommended a, to me on uh, on Netflix, I believe. Yeah, apparently it's really really good. Yeah. And uh, this one is getting rave reviews as we speak. Uh, Florida man explores what the concept of Florida man is. Uh, as you all know from listening to our show. Many a news headline start with Florida man walks into bar naked, hits man with duck. Florida man wants to feel alligator's tongue and tries. Well, let's see. Uh, I typed Florida man into Google, and the first thing it says in the news: sunrise murder suspect accused of disemboweling girlfriend. So you just put Florida man in front of that, and we've got a Florida man story. Exactly. And the idea here is Florida they... man attacks girlfriend after catching her reading ex boyfriend's obituary. <laughs> That's amazing. That's number two. Puppy shoots Florida Man in self-defense. <laughs> yeah, Flor Florida Man is also a subreddit. If yeah, anyone uh, uses Reddit and you want to go to the subreddit, Florida Man, you can find where we pull some of our stories and read just a slew of amazing stuff. 
Um, specifically, this movie goes around Florida where they ran into anyone who's in a parking lot behind a bar, a anyone who fits the description of what they considered Florida man and didn't allow them to talk. They asked them about their lives, what they do for fun, and how they feel about Florida being considered like this armpit of America, or as John Stewart put it, America's Wang. Yeah. And uh, the, this movie is about an hour long, and you can find it on Vimeo, and I gotta say, I've, uh, I've watched part of it. I love it. When I go home tonight, I'm gonna be finishing it up. It's actually quite remarkable, quite, it's well shot, well produced, well everything, so... Uh, I cannot highly recommend this more, and I think that everyone who's out I, there who has any interest in our show is going to love this to death. I, I just heard about it when you brought the notes to me, so I will be checking that out. And um, and we do. I feel like every once in a while we do. Uh, we should offer that little not. I want to say disclaimer, but just pointing out that while we have a Florida segment and we're talking about Florida man. We do really love our Florida listeners, and we're not actually saying you are all morons. We are saying oh, absolutely not. You have the best, highest pedigree of idiots, hence the Floridians, uh, and they just get they get captured in the news and the media so much that it's just oh, mwah, we just can't uh, thank you enough for bringing them to us. But we also appreciate you as people. And you know who else we appreciate? No, everyone who left us a five star review. There were 32 or 33 five-star reviews left for us in the last six days alone. And because of that high volume, we're going to read uh, eight of them here. Uh, JR, I'm going to take uh, odd. Okay. And you can take even. Sure thing. And what we're going to do is just go through these quickly. And we thank everyone for what they've done. We're sorry if we're not reading yours this week. There's just too many. The show would just be five-star reviews otherwise. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get to it, though. All right. The first one, uh, uh, Dave's WB. This show is a lot of fun. Scott and Jeremiah do a great job of keeping the show moving forward, and you never feel bored listening to them. Funny and informative. Definitely definitely worth a listen. Thank you, Dave's B. Awesome. WB. Uh, we've got uh, Let's Do It, Kelly AK. I'm just a bachelor looking for a partner, someone who knows how to ride without e even falling off. Gotta be compatible. Takes me to my limits. Girl, when I break you off, I promise that you won't want to get off. Scott and Jer are genuine dreamboats. Yeah, that's actually my wife who wrote yeah. that one, and she uh, those are gen genuine uh, oh, lyrics. Oh, I know. Well, I, when when the word genuine is spelled genuine, as in absolutely the, the awesome lyricist, the awesome soul, hip hoppy, neo soul. Yes, look them up. No, or don't. My wife's crazy. She thinks genuine's <laughs> funny. <laughs> okay, uh, the next one. Um, funny show by the Roundabout Podcast. If you like laughing, I suggest you listen to this. You won't regret it. Um, we hope not. Yeah, maybe thank you. Will. Thank uh, you very much, Roundabout Podcast. We appreciate the help. Great job, Iron Chef Virginia or VA. Sorry, um, that might not be Veterans VA. Affairs. Could, yeah, it could be Iron Chef Veterans Affairs. Vaginal, I, vaginal affliction. Uh, Iron Chef VA. Vermont Animal. Having my own podcast, I admire the work they do on here. Keep up the great work. Cool. Thank you very much, Iron Chef. Uh, Vermont Animal. I don't know what that VA is. Ventricular uh, artery. Ooh, I like that. Next one. Must listen. Two thumbs up by Danny DVR. Great podcast. Really funny. Great chemistry between the two hosts. A man of few words, Danny DVR. Yes. Um, the next one actually is uh, Simply Scrumtulescent, which uh, is that a uh, uh, Simpsons reference, I believe? I'm not sure. And uh, uh, that's uh, HF, well, sorry, period HFH FYDTU. Um, how, I'm just wondering, is that supposed to what be something? What does that mean? I feel like we're reading one of those weird license plate things that we uh, we talked about oh, in one of the yeah. past shows. We're like, hmm, what should that mean? Uh, I love Lost at Home. The hosts have great chemistry, and I love the bizarre range of topics. 
They always make me laugh out loud when I'm supposed to be working. That happens sometimes. Um, I cannot recommend it enough. Very Thank nice. Uh, next review says, Such a great Scrum podcast by SNL, Seamart. Love this show. I always listen as soon as they download a new app. Episode, I believe he means. I call them apps. Right, I, I call, call epilepsies apps. Oh, that's why whenever I'm like talking app. about getting the new apps up, you're just like, no, not again. <laughs> I cry a little. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, sh- sorry, bud, I didn't mean it. Uh, okay. Um, now, this one I might mean very raunchy, but I actually like the, the title better as uh, very ranchy, which is how <laughs> I think it's they spelled. meant raunchy. Okay, yeah. because I, very ranchy is even better. I like it. Uh, so very, this is um, very raunchy. He, uh, probably uh, Hirosha Shibe. Probably. Uh, uh, probably not, actually, the way that I pronounce things. Uh, a very funny pop culture podcast. That is funny. And we'll have you rolling on the floor laughing. I'm oh, sorry, I should have actually R-O-F-L all day long. Very nice. And thank you very much. Glad we get those first eight out. Uh, Jer, earlier when I was reading the uh, Swiffer thing, uh, in between that and the interview, you told me that you have a little challenge for Oh, listeners. well, okay. When, well, at the top of the show, you read that Swiffer interview. I mean, Swiffer interview. <laughs> It was very boring. It was very one-sided. All right, Swiffer, what makes you so special? Huh? Speak up, Swiffer. He just kept saying, blood. <laughs> More blood. No, that five-star review, I, I actually think people should uh, tell, okay, if you leave us a five-star review, you don't, you don't have to say it in your five-star review. Just let us know if you leave one, which one Yeah, on is. Twitter or something. Um, and, and just give us any uh, any product to review, and we'll leave a review similar to what you did at on the top Amazon? of the show. Yeah, like, so give us, like, a link to an Amazon thing. Just be leave a five, like, star review or one star, whatever you want, for this product, and we'll just make it weird and uh, whatever, just like Scott did. Because only because... I want to do that anyway, but it'd let be great to have a justification. Yeah, I'm glad I had prompting for that one because I had yeah. so much fun writing it. it took me I like know, but a now I now too. I want other people to do it. So uh, please let us know if you have a uh, you know it could be something you like, hate, or just is random, and we will leave or that makes us kind of blush mm-hmm. and it's a little awkward, and we'll leave uh, real life five star reviews or one star reviews, whatever, on uh, Amazon for a product. Now to uh, connect back tangentially to the AV segment, uh, we're going to be going out this week on a new song by Peaches. If you right. don't know who Peaches is, she is an amazing singer and artist. Uh, I love her work. Singers and, are artists. Uh, she has a brand new single out called Put Your Dicks in the Air. Uh, the video is amazing. It's got Margaret Cho in it. And if you want to see it, we're going to be embed that we, in our show notes. We definitely uh, kept the kind of a sexual theme running we through very much show. had a very sexualized um, Part episode. of it was on purpose. And then I realized even the stories that weren't on purpose ended up being sexual. Yeah, and if you'd like to uh, find those show notes with all the, uh, with let's see, the fan fiction that she wrote. Yep, yep. With uh, the yep. video for Put Your Dicks in the Air and a lot more for this episode, go to lostatomepodcast.com and check out this week's episode. Also, you can find us on Twitter at the Lost at Home. I'm at Sonic Jalopy, and you can also find our friend Bruce Bruce at Dingo Droppings. And if we want to keep along with this sexualized theme, let's talk to the ever sexy Pete Talbot. Yes, I like that. Uh, we're also going to be providing uh, links and uh, uh, contact information for Pete and the Pinbox 3000, we should say, um, uh, where you can find all that. So we definitely need to talk to Pete because he's a sexy, sexy yeah. monster. If you want to look up more on his project, find him at Cardboard Tech on Twitter and look for the hashtag Pinbox 3000 wherever hashtags are found. All right. So enjoy... Uh, Put your dicks in the air eventually, but also maybe Pete Talbot will put his dick in the air. Nope. So without further ado, Pete, you have the floor. We've got a guest, somebody that's been walking around and stumbled into the microphone. Introduce yourself, kind sir. Hi, uh, my name is Pete Talbot, and I'm a professor at the Cardboard Tech Institute. Great, I didn't care about any of that. I'm okay. going to ask you some uh, questions oh. now. All right. Uh, which would you rather be, a stale pop, a stale Pop-Tart or Taylor Swift? Well, a stale Pop-Tart is going to get eaten by a human and... 
Taylor Swift currently has not been eaten by like you know like the flesh. She's I don't know zombies could do that eventually. I'm Taylor Swift. She's oh, got catchy music. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. I'm the only other person. I think, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Number two. If Trump became president tomorrow, what would he do on day one? Uh, I I don't know. Uh, maybe say something awful. Okay. I think he's already done I, that, yeah, but yeah, yeah like, well, again, I think the odds are pretty out. good on that. Yeah, yeah he's got the ball rolling. Like seriously, yeah. one to one odds. Yeah, on that one. yeah, that's a safe bet right there. Vote Trump 2016. Oh, get this guy out of oh, here, Lord. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bleep that <laughs> <Security>. out. Security. Billy 2016. All right, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Um, shoo. Uh, well, okay, I really like A New Hope. Because it makes me cry at the end. Because like they're all super happy and yeah. it's really you know like we did it. They and didn't then, give Chewbacca a medal. Racist. I know. What? Gosh. <laughs> well, oh yeah, that's, that's that is they true. Don't. They don't give him yeah. a medal. That's well, true. It might yeah. like catch. they even have it. and They throw it away. <laughs> yeah. 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 No way. He's so got his name on it. He's like, who it, puppy? Well, now we know you like movies that make you cry. I know. I do. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Uh, another superpower, you mean? <gasps> yeah, that's what Did I, I give myself yeah. away. Uh, no, yeah, um, you're, you're, you're flying right um, now. Jeez, oh, I'd say, I I always think about you know invulnerability or whatever. Dude, man, shape shifting, all the way. Because really? you, you've got like flight in there. You can go underwater and breathe. You can okay, that's fish. true. Follow up question, you like, if you don't mind. Not not number five. Yeah, follow yeah. up. This is the part oh, A. Uh, yep. What was the first thing you would shift into as a shape? Bird man, right? Be a bird, right? Well, off, not bird flying. man. That's this bird, is a man. <laughs> it's like a genie. You have to be very comma, specific, or you'll man. end up. A I, bird man. Exactly. I would shift into bird man, so I'd have Stephen Colbert's voice. <laughs> oh, he makes oh, a Hart? lot oh, of money with that voice. Oh, yeah. Birdman, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. Good call. I've always wanted to fly, but you know, you got to choose something large, right? Like, like the golden eagle from Rescuers Down Under, like something big and very specific. That way, like you're that. not going to be like hunted. Lord of the Rings eagles. Oh yeah, that's true. Because then you get shot. And you're yeah. Just, yeah. Whatever. You can't. You shift once and you're dead. Oh yeah. yeah. No. no it's important. It's very strategic. Yeah. You got to be yeah. like megafauna, and then like everybody's like, "Oh, you're cute." Oh man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what's your strangest convention interaction today so far? Uh, I've only been here for a little bit, so. Um, oh, so there's time. Yes, there's time. Oh yeah. Oh, so okay. Do, what I, do you want me to touch your leg under the table yeah. right now? I'm already. Would doing that, that be strange enough? Yeah. Oh. Uh, you, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got contact. <laughs> okay. What? Here, here's the thing. What do you think is going to be? Tell the future. What do you think the weirdest thing is going to happen to you today? Okay. Um, Make up. Oh well, weirdest. Oh jeez. I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of old friends from like past nerdy circles that I had run in, you know, my old gangs. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they the, had the, like, the nerd gang. Yeah, they, like, nerded me out of the gangs, you know, because yeah. if you leave the gang, they have to, like, you know, some some gangs, they, like, beat you out of the gang, but, like, these ones, they just kind of, like, nerd fuck you. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so, uh, no, no, it's cool. It's great to see uh, old friends. They just fact-check your, uh, your yeah. erotic fan fiction until you cry. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I didn't know they were from a different dimension. And, you know, this would never have happened. I know. <laughs> okay, guys, okay, leave them. Um, no, I don't know. Uh, probably, I, I might. I, I haven't. Re- I, I haven't gone to a lot of conventions. Um, probably oh, that's like okay. yeah. So not a lot of weird stuff has happened. Um, right. But so the it's the wide open. So that means that like right. anything that weird, you know, I won't get. I'll, I'll probably get phased. Tell you easily. what, we'll make sure something weird happens by the time this whole thing is done going to pants him as he walks away. <laughs> yeah. That's, just, that's just harassment. That's why I always wear two pairs of pants. Yeah. You put you, you held up three fingers. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I also... 
the, the listeners can't see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He can be wearing nine pairs of pants. You know, secrets, yeah. secrets don't make friends, you guys. You gotta like, you know, uh, narrate what you're doing. Now, before we let you go, uh, let's give you an opportunity to uh, plug. Do you have any plugs you want to plug? Oh, I would like to. Um, my phone is dying, so do you guys have a plug? I can... Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, as I said, I'm a... Uh, a professor at the Cardboard Tech Institute, uh, my friend Ben Mashstick and I, Pete Talbot, have invented the cardboard pinball game known as the Pinbox 3000. Oh, I've seen things about that yeah. on, uh, on, the, on the interwebs. On it's, the interwebs. Uh, yeah, we were on like a Yahoo front page at one point. Yeah, yeah, Woo-hoo. I know, I saw that. Okay, it's cool. Um, hey, you've been very up and coming on this. Is there a website where people can go and uh, look at this? You can, if you go to www.pinbox3000.com. That's pinbox3000.com. Uh, or cardboard tech with a K uh, dot com. You would uh, find an elaborate system of links leading you to the actual page? Uh, no, that, those are the... Those <laughs> that is, are, yeah, both, that is both a page. It's both the same okay. tech scavenger hunt. Have to, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, and if you go to the uh, the World Maker Fair, uh, the NYC Maker Fair website, they'll have uh, info about us being there in New York next weekend. Come check us out. Uh, play the cardboard pinball game Wave of the Future. That would be on the... Uh, 25th or 25th. something like that. Yeah. 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 25th, okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, Baker's dozen, or I don't know. I was gonna say that's that's like 13 days from now. That's not. That's like that's like almost two weeks. No, no, no. Only seven days. Seven okay. days from now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That works. Yeah, it's gonna be good. All right. Yeah. It's well, super fun. Thank you very much for being on air. Thanks, by. Thanks, Thanks, You're the you best. It's awesome. Oh, you guys are too. Too much to ask. Dick in the air, let me see you put your, put your dick in the air. Dick, dick, dick. Dick in the air, let me see you put your, put your dick in the air. Dick, dick, dick. We're sick of hands in the air. Shake our asses like we don't care. We've been shaking our tits for years, so let's switch positions. No inhibitions, fear. Cracking your nuts, pistachio. Shake the handlebar, pistachio. Curly on top, Ralph Macchio. Went down, got milk, mustache, yeah yo. Dick in the air, let me see you put your, put your dick in the air. Dick, dick, dick. Dick in the air, let me see you put your, put your dick in the air. Balls and dick, two balls and one dick. 
Balls, balls, tick, tick, balls and tick. 